Ah, oh, yes. Uh, welcome to GeekShowPodcast.com. Here's hoping that you're hearing us. Uh, uh, we will get to our brand new episode, which is called Smells Like Blando. <laughs> which, uh, Blando Calrissian, uh, I'll have you know, uh, coming up live at uh, Brewies. it was recorded, and uh, features the triumphant return uh, to the podcast of Derek Hunter. Ooh, good time was had by all. One Derek Hunter, who has a new comic book. He draws that, boobs pretty well. You should buy, because he draws boobs. Buy multiple copies. <laughs> it's doing well, I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Derek, I have information about a uh, signing that you can meet Derek and uh, some of these other famous comic book people, you know, like Jeff Parker. You know, people like that. I'll tell you about that coming up at the uh, end of the breaking news, just before we get to the new episode. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes, uh, Brian Young, Swank Matron from BigShinyRobot.com. Uh, I got some breaking news for you. It's freezing in the basement. <laughs> That's not news. No. It's always freezing in the basement. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Jeff Weiss, film critic. X96's Radio from Hell. <laughs> yes. Mediocre show. Geek Show podcast. You're going to you're start, missing one. You're going to have to start reviewing well, movies on this thing, by the way. I know. Well, and, and of course, the joint venture. Big movie, Mouth Off. Starring myself and the person sitting to my left. Hello. Jimmy Martin from Slug Magazine. Howdy doody. Jimmy's still at slugmag.com. Still, we're still there. We're still our workforce. We just hang out. <laughs> you, you guys should go online and watch the episodes of Big Movie Mouth Off that are available. <laughs> they're, uh, I'm told they're not bad. I've, I've been hearing, hearing positive things. Yeah, me too. Are they so. uh, on the Comcast yet? I don't know. Comcast is having a big deal where... Uh, like they're they're switching their system over to something new, and I have no idea what's going on and what's not going on. All I know is that I'm submitting everything on time, like clockwork, and it's all their fault. <laughs> so if you don't see it there, that's their fault. Yes. All right, and uh, you know maybe you can see this show on Comcast Channel One, Utah on Demand. I'm told it's good. Eventually, I'm told it's good too. Actually, I... let's not forget our host. Actually, I have <laughs> a Carrie Jackson. Oh, oh, hi. How are you doing? <laughs> hi. Uh, yes, I'm uh, I'm Carrie, uh, x96.com, you know, uh, friend to no man, only the dollar. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's just, uh, and I'm getting rich on this thing. Okay. I know, if you could see if you could see how opulent this palace of geekery oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is actually pretty opulent as yeah. far as geek palaces go. It smells like dog. It smells like dog. <laughs> that's me. Oh, that's you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, all right. It's just the new puppy. I'm <laughs> concerned about odors. Although she's very good about going potty outside. So, you know, command word, good girls go potty. (gasps) That makes me pee, too. (laughs) The door, it's right there. I gotta go. All right. Uh, Let's see, where to begin, where to begin. You guys have heard some stuff about uh, dollars at the movie box office, right? Mm -hmm. What do you got? I hear, I hear, I hear audiences are down. Dollars? Like everywhere? Yeah, yes. Europe, U.S., only reason uh, box office figures are even where they are is because 3D! Yay. Really? Yeah. It costs more to watch a 3D movie, so ticket prices cost more than ever. Therefore, fewer tickets sold at higher ticket prices mean we're still at the same level. Did but, re- but audience uh, viewership movies is down. Is that shocking, though, when Blu-rays come out three months after it hits theaters? I no. wonder when they realize... <laughs> That uh, if they reduce the price of a ticket, more people will go to the movies because instantly it's affordable again. I took my kids to go see Scott Pilgrim. It was forty bucks. Oh God! I, and I was thinking to myself as I put the money down on the table, 
why didn't I just wait for the DVD? I, I know, and you know what else happened? Universal Pictures officials went, Scott Pilgrim made $40! <laughs> oh, good! Call the papers! Well, That's they, why I went to go see it. They, they just doubled our take. Wow. Now up to 80. Uh, but Machete, uh, not so well? No, it finished number three over the weekend. Oh, that's too bad, because it got a lot of good reviews. Oh, yeah. And it deserved to get a lot of really good reviews. And Jessica Alba naked, come on. If that's I... not going to get your ass into the theater. Uh, I still can't get that image out of my mind. I know. <laughs> I don't want it to leave. <laughs> Ever. Ever. It, Ever. Uh, number one at the box office, by the way, was The American. Well, which, good. Which, also... which, which is odd. I didn't think that, w- that would do that well. I'm think, glad it did. I think it was my review that said it had a lot of boobies in it. <laughs> oh, I don't remember you saying that. I did. When we walked Good out, ones. Jeff looks at me and goes, that hooker was retardedly hot. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I said I immediately want to go to Italy and talk to some hookers. Let's go to Hooker Italy. Hooker Italy. <laughs> hooker Italy. All right. Well, I'm sad to hear that. Uh, I'm, sure I'm sure it'll do fine on DVD. I'm oh, ma- machete. Oh I'm, oh, I'm sure it will. Just, just like everything... That only costs about thirty four forty million to to make. It's hard to lose money that way. That's true. Can can I ask like why there isn't as much of a focus on building the print like building the word of mouth up and having slow releases? Why is there this focus on opening weekend box office? Is it just uh, piracy and the short shortening window to DVD? Yes. Yeah. Short short answer yes. <laughs> really? Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that that's that has become the business release model for major studios as compared to the uh, smaller indies who who do platform release films and then eventually try to open them wider if they pick up an audience for it. But most of their money's coming from the DVDs and the Blu-rays anyway. So the mm-hmm. box office to me, or I think to them, doesn't mean as much anymore. No. And so I mean, Kevin Smith used to say that that people would make fun of him because his movies would bomb in the box office. He's like, well, watch when it hits DVD or Blu-ray. I'm going to be just fine. Hmm. And I'll be making another movie in a year. Playing with this show. Yep. It, it, once it hits. It gets on Blu-ray. It, you know, this this TV broadcast thing, <laughs> right. that's one thing. But, boy, once we hit Blu-ray and 3D. And Laserdisc. We are. Oh, Let's not forget that. Well, there are some discussions. huge, man. <laughs> there are discussions about doing it in 3D. Shannon in 3D. That would just be worth it. Oh, but but I don't want to see myself in, in high def so people can go, man, that dude's got huge pores. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot the show in high def. We can do a segment in high def. Oh. And let's all wear bad makeup. Let's like really thick yeah. makeup because that's what I've noticed with the and the anchors on TV. And ever oh. since the high def, the makeup has just gotten horrible. And you have the, the line on the on the head right up here. Line right out along <laughs> the, the hairline. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Walking Dead. Oh, I'm so excited. Not even on the air yet. Second season. Already. Uh, it was the uh, the same thing with the pilot. Where the uh, the pilot was like, uh, go ahead and shoot the pilot. Now forget the pilot. Just do six episodes. You get a season, <laughs> and that's what they did. They, uh, so this first season will be six episodes. The second up to thirteen, yep. and uh, luckily there's plenty of uh, source material to work with. Mm-hmm. It is a comic book, kids. Yes, you should go to your local comic book store and buy it. Uh, Doctor Volts. Oh, but it's black and white. It's not. <coughs> Read the damn thing. All right, you'll get your color on the TV. All right, blood. Did we get those pictures that, uh, that I sent you from the set? I did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna hopefully post them. Those are good. Uh, hopefully, I can get those posted. I didn't realize they were gonna be so good, but he's right above everything they're shooting. I want to see these. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Uh, maybe you guys can uh, tell me what the latest is on this uh, Fantastic Four casting. These are just rumors. Yeah, right. But they're kind of fun rumors. 
I know. I actually like the the current one on on the thing's voice. Bruce Willis. Yep. <laughs> He's got a good voice. He does. You know, I, whenever I read the comic book in my head, the thing that the thing voice that I hear, this is terrible to say, is the thing from the cartoon back in the old days that sound like you like Fred Mertz. Yeah, 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 like Fred Mertz. All right, for, for you, you young kids, Google Fred Mertz, and you'll find what we're talking about. So he's going to sound like the baby from Look Who's Talking? <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis, but in a you know big orange kind of look, that's great. Yes. Because that's what Ben Grimm really is. He's this tough guy from the streets, right? Yeah. Well, well, well so, for example... Right. The original Fantastic Four live action. Well, when I say original, I don't Not mean the Roger Corman. I don't. I don't mean the Roger Corman <laughs> production. I mean the subsequent Tim Story directed crap fest, <sighs> in which uh, the thing was played by Michael Chiklis, also known as the poor man's Bruce Willis. <laughs> I make my point. Ah, oh, there you go. All right. Well, I, I would even like it if you put on a costume. I think that would be great. But hey, CG my thing. Then he can have facial expressions. Mm-hmm. I would his, love his eyebrow can go monobrow. I would love to see Bruce Willis get heckled by the Yancey Street Gang. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just hope they on, don't... On his way to visit his Aunt Petunia. Yes. Just, you know, but here's the thing. I hope they don't do an origin story. No. Just just kick it off. Just let it be what it is. Everyone knows it's The Incredibles. Well, They've all seen The Incredibles. They know. Well, and, and originally that was what the uh, Fox version was going to be. Is It was sort of going to be a... Uh, documentary starting with the Fantastic Four that sort of recapped their their history and, and got, could, us, got could, us into the story. You could do that into a, in a few minutes. Do you, yeah, sure, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. What did, Mark Wade's run started with uh, Reed Richards reading Valeria, a storybook of their origin, right? And that was like four pages of an issue. Um, I still think the best person that did it, or uh, best film, was The Incredible Hulk that did it right in the credits yeah. and just got it going. And why waste the time? Well, when you watch when you watch the Hulk TV show, they didn't bother to set it up every yeah. time. They just did it in the credits. You know. You know. I'm wondering if uh, there might be some leverage to actually make this a period piece, like it was supposed to be in the yes. first place. That was going to be my with, next thing with X Men being a period piece. The new X Men a period piece. Uh, that this one should be a period piece, and I think Jeff's going to yell at me. Why? <laughs> I think it should be a comedy like Airplane. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why the other ones were comedies, <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't get worse than the other ones. I know. Hey, well, exactly. Well, the guy who was going to make the, the the Fox one originally was uh, one of the directors from uh, Down with Love fr- from Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, Dino Stanimopoulos. No, no, uh, or the other one. Yeah, Reed. Uh, uh, Peyton Reed. Reed. Peyton Reed. Yes. Yeah, and and that's how he was going to attack it. Oh, actually, that would have been was, great. Was more comic. And he was uh, he he just directed Down with Love too, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. And uh, supposedly it was going to be in the same era with the same kind of tongue in cheek look at the '60s. I I would uh, yes, I would love that. I anyway, just, I get nervous when you get too comic-y with that because I start thinking Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, and okay. That, if you, you go in that to, direction, it but no 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 no, no not, not '60s like that, but '60s like retro sci-fi '60s, yeah. not retro comic book on television '60s. I just I just think that comic books don't always transfer to film as as well as some people would hope they would, and it, and it gets real campy real well, quick. Well, but I'll, I'll let me just say, The Incredibles is as much a comedy as it is an action film. But that's Pixar, and they can do anything. <laughs> 
I know, including making a better Fantastic Four movie <laughs> than, <laughs> than anyone will ever make. It's true. Every, every time I get feeling good about this, somebody has to say something that makes me feel uneasy about you know, it. I have, I'm like totally ambivalent about the project. I love the Fantastic Four, but the last two movies were so horribly disappointing. Oh, yeah. yeah as long as they're slightly better than those, can, I'm happy. It can only go up. Yeah. From there. All right. Uh, uh, Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley Tucci is uh, Dr. Erskine. Yep. Came up with serum that turned Captain America into Captain America. Super Soldier Forum. <laughs> Says he's... Uh, thank you. <laughs> Says he only has about six scenes in the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. Including the one where he gets killed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh. Do I really... Ma- a na- Nazi you know. saboteur. At um, the point where he gets frozen in ice and ages 60 years, who doesn't die? It's true. Uh, but he uh, he says that uh, he he is praising it, uh, in particularly the script. He says he has a really well-written script. Now, can he be trusted? After all, he's been in all the Transformers movies. Just throwing it out there. Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci? I thought it was John Turturro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, John am Turturro I getting my Italians mixed yeah. up? Stanley Tucci, Stanley Tucci was in great. Devil Wears Prada. He made that movie good. Oh, no, yeah. he's good. Oh, okay. He's not... <laughs> He's not no, he's yes. yes, he can be trusted. But he, no, but no, no, no. He took a paycheck to to appear in upcoming burlesque with Cher uh, and Christina yeah, Aguilera. But I, Marvel has made a point of not doing these for paychecks. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Burlesque was like a douchey version of Showgirls. Yes. So and Show a Girls movie that sucks. Terry and I walked out of. We did actually. I know it was strange. Everyone thought we were gay. There's naked like, women up there. What are you say, doing? You know how you know you're gay. It was the it was the it was the abuse of the use of a monkey. That's when we oh, yeah. we embarrassed that poor chimp being in that movie. I oh, stood up and said, a, "Sir, I will take this no longer. I object to this abuse of a monkey." That's a mean thing to call Jesse Spano. <laughs> Not him. All right. Uh, let's see. So we have that. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, stuntman Cameron Taylor says that the movie will feature 130 cars and bikes, 298 stunts, both of which figures sound utterly insane, it says here. But uh, put that in perspective, the three original Mad Max films, I said Max, didn't I? Yep. The original Mad Max films were an average of 95 minutes long. If Fury Road is the same length, that means that we'd have to see a new car or bike every 44 seconds. A different stunt every 19 seconds. Right. Is this a universal stunt show or a no, motion no, no, picture? No, 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 This no, doesn't no. mean anything. I just I no. found that on the web. And and, 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 the, and that means it still will pale in comparison to the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know. I'm serious. These numbers versus the Blues Brothers numbers. I would love to know. Because at the time, that one was the most over-the-top yep. and ridiculous stunt movie. All right. Let me see. Mad Max. All right. Okay, got some other stuff here. Angelina Jolie pretty much killed the movie Gravity by saying she wasn't going to do it. Yep. Which is a shame, because I think that it it sounded pretty interesting, even though it was cast away in space. I didn't care. I wanted to see... I wanted to well, see no, 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 no. I wanted I, to see Downey Jr. I, doing I, this. You know? I, I think it was actually the superficial resemblances to Robinson Crusoe on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look, I didn't look it. Look it up. I, fr- oh, I, I know what you're talking no, about. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm telling the audience yeah. to look it up. Why um, is she? Why is she making or breaking movies? Why, we need to take that away from her. Well, see, here's the thing about this movie: is that she uh, has a spectacular Heidi. That's true. I just think she looks awesome. But so do you, Jeff. But uh, there, there's a male and a female uh, in the movie, 
but the female is the lead. The female is on screen more than anyone. So it's it's her movie. Yeah. They didn't feel comfortable about anyone else that they cast to do that. That's that's why she killed this movie. And that's a shame. I don't think she's that powerful she's of an not, actress. Yeah, she's just, not very good. So say if she doesn't want to do it, then they just can't do it at all. Well, they just didn't feel like an, any other uh, actress that they had would bring people in to see it. Because so many people went to Salt. <laughs> I can't think of another female lead with that the, kind of pull. With the box office mojo to do Meryl that. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah. I'd kill to see Rachel Weisz do that. She's really good. So there'd be there's Brian would be in line. Would, <laughs> there's one. Uh, we've got it. We're on our way. Uh, let's see. Uh, Doubling the op- office box office pool again. A young Sigourney Weaver could have done it. Uh, but Sigourney Weaver talking about uh, Ghostbusters three, and uh, looks like they're back to talk about this. I thought that we'd <laughs> got done with this thing and that it was not going to happen. But now they're back to talking about it because thank you all for browbeating. Uh, Bill Murray into saying, all right, all right, I'll do it, just to shut y'all up. He's because tired of the phone calls. Exactly. Everywhere he goes, every interview he does, he's out promoting Get Low. Mm-hmm. He has been pestered with, come on, do Ghostbusters 3. And I think he finally went, all right, God I, damn it, leave me alone. I, I know. I, I think actually when I saw him doing the Get Low interviews, and I actually brought up Zombieland, he was relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Um, somebody the, didn't ask me about the entire and cast is getting it. Well, I told the public, the publicist with Get Low. I said, "Listen, here's why you should let me interview Bill Murray. I promise you, right now, I'm not going to bring up Ghostbusters three. She just laughed. I said, and I mean that. I don't, I don't want to talk to him about that. I'll, I'll talk to him about everything else. But Nick secret, secretly, you really um, wanted to though. Secretly. No, like, <laughs> if you were in a Ghostbusters movie and you make a public appearance, it happens. You get asked. Yeah. I mean, Lucas did an interview with Ernie Hudson on Big Shiny Robot, and it was about some random indie movie that for some reason they're like, hey, you guys want to interview Ernie Hudson? And, like, three questions in the interview was about this movie, Doonby, and the rest of it was like, so, Ghostbusters. Oh. Is it going to happen or what? Well, no, <laughs> he said he said that it's, again, in talks, and he's like, and the problem is, is the script wasn't very good, but to be honest... The original script wasn't very good, and it all happened on set. So I don't even know why we're waiting for a good script. It's got a, got a point. Yep. Got a point. Uh, it, well, well, what she says is uh, she has been contacted about mm-hmm. being in it uh, with uh, by Ivan Reitman. 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 Uh, she said, uh, all I said was is that I really think that my little boy Oscar, who went through the traumatic kidnapping, should be a Ghostbuster. Uh, Weaver has a very good idea of what he'd be like. He would be grown up. And I love this. He would be like Zach Galifianakis. Oh. <laughs> okay, sure. Zach is in his 40s. But I want someone like Zach Galifianakis, a really bearded 25-year-old. <laughs> I like it. Hairy 20-year-old. And I still think, make it Zach Galifianakis. Uh, That's twice as funny. Okay, he could be 30. All right. But the other thing that they did say was that uh, uh, while they're working on the script, and here's a spoiler, is that we will find out that... Oscar is in fact Bill Murray's Peter Bank- Bankman's baby. kid, yeah. not not the cellist or whatever it was. Uh, from <laughs> I bet it was Ray Stances actually. <laughs> well, he is the heart of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. All right, so there's that. Uh, he did get a, a blowjob from a ghost. I w- 
So many people don't realize that that's what's that's what was going on in that scene. <laughs> I'm just glad I can say blowjob on the breaking news. No, that's again. right. Yeah, there's a no more safe for work uh, uh, episode, kids. Sorry. That's we why I love uh, 80s movies and ratings because isn't Ghostbusters PG? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the ratings in the 80s. No, oh. but, but it, it also worked against us. Back to Blues Brothers was rated R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it's all it said fucking three times I think, mm-hmm. and there was no nudity. It's because there wasn't uh, PG-13 when it was made, though. I know. But it made it so I couldn't go to the drive-in to see it. I was Goonies. too young. Goonies is PG, and those kids say shit every 30 oh, seconds. Oh, no, 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 no. How about the nudity in Jaws and the gore? <laughs> oh, no. That's that's classic <laughs> perfect, PG. Perfect example. And, and it is PG. I showed my, my yes. seven-year-old Jaws, and he was cool with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Speaking of 80s movies, I know. Tron. You're very excited. What is what is this that you have here? It's my beer coaster now, but it's it's the Tron disc that you can get at Toys R Us. And I'm guessing, does it glow in the dark? No, but I want one that lights up. I took it to the disc golfing course this morning. I imagine if you hit that with a black light, it would. Maybe. Maybe I just paint it with some glow in the dark paint. Oh, do that. Yeah. Do it myself. But it's your Tron disc. What's the game called? I don't know. They're just disc, oh, come on. disc I, games. I, I mean, I rely on you to be my Tron expert. There's tons of them. <laughs> well, I'm about to make you very happy. Oh boy! Because I know you'd like to live in Tron. <laughs> According to Disney Parks blog, <gasps> I was hoping they'd do this in Disneyland for Tomorrowland, but they're not. Right. But you're gonna get it. Um, this will be at California Adventure starting on October 8th. Electronica <laughs> will transform Disney's California Adventure Park uh, on the weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays in the fall. Tron fans and families can also enjoy the party seven days a week during Thanksgiving week and Christmas week. Uh, the park itself will feature a dazzling dance club under the stars for an authentic recreation of Flynn's Arcade to oh. some radical gaming. Hey. <laughs> it's like nowhere else on the grid. I love PR and writing. <laughs> it's horrible. That's where we need to tape a geek show. Well, we need We're to work on this, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll feature live entertainers complete with lasers, glow accessories, and the hottest music ever to rock the grid. Electronica is, from the press relief, the... The is in quotes. quotes. I I don't know why. (laughs) Electronica is the place to dance the night away in a fantastic world that only Disney can create. Highlights for the (laughs) entire family will definitely be Flynn's video arcade face painting. Can't have kids around without face painting. Fat dudes and stretch lycra. <laughs> I tried to open a face painting booth at the fair, but when they saw my cans of spray paint come out, the kids <laughs> were very upset. Uh, let's see, face painting and the Tron Evolution video game area. Uh, but what, I, I've seen the artwork, and it's out there on the web. Uh, they're changing the uh, Hollywood uh, Boulevard portion mm-hmm. of uh, California Adventure to a Tron theme kind nice. of thing, and it's just going to be a street dance party. Street who who can <laughs> with afford laser, with lasers? Who can afford to treat Disneyland like a like a dance club? <laughs> Seriously, like I don't know. Hey, you know you're you're bar hopping in Orange County. You're already like two grand in just for your rent. 
you know, let's let's go to Disneyland tonight to dance at Electronica yeah. and bring the kids. Yeah. That, that's where I'm going to feel weird. Is I'll be tipsy in Disneyland See, and then the, dancing next to an eight year old. This was the problem I was having. Is that it's not necessarily Tron centric. It's a disco, <laughs> really. Uh, but you know, bring your kids for face painting. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, fine. Well, it's not like you dance the night away to Daft Punk in separate ways. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, we'll. We shouldn't talk smack because we're trying to we're trying to get down there to do a show. No, I want to see it. I just I don't know. I was just so disappointed by the whole California adventure. I loved Disneyland. If they did it in Tomorrowland, I'd be there with bells on. I didn't hate California Adventure. Didn't love it. I, I think it's a perfectly good amusement park. But it, it, I expect exactly. more from Disney. It's, it's everything that you can get at every other amusement yeah. park in the country, and that's except why for the Muppets. Except for the Muppets, and and now the Toy Story shoot, shooting gallery. Yeah. You really need to do that next I, time you're down there. It's I, so goddamn. I cool. did it in Florida, yeah. actually. Oh, Based solely on your recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking, and people get confused. I'm not talking about the Buzz Lightyear one. No, 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 no. 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 This one is the Toy Story, oh, what's it called? Uh, Midway Mania. Roundup or something. Midway Mania. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the one. It's 3D, and it's it's, cool. it's just the coolest thing. Anyway, I'm glad that the Pixar guys are going to be taking over California Adventure and helping out anyway. They need to uh, make uh, light cycle bumper cars. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I remind me. I'll tell you at some time when I, you know I won't bore people completely. Where you can do a light cycle in Disneyland, <laughs> and they won't do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, let's it's, see. it's the Pirates of the Caribbean, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, How no. about those movies? I think the lines are ridiculous. No, here. No, now. here. Let me I'll, really quickly here. If anyone knows where the People Mover tracks yes, are, that's exactly what I was going to you say. You can do it right there. All right, and uh, let's see. I got I got a whole bunch of different stuff I can mm-hmm. save for the next uh, episode uh, that we do. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Oh, okay. There's more zombie projects on the way. Oh. Uh, Barry Levinson's got a sci-fi uh, project coming out. Um, here's something: Marvel's Runaways, mm-hmm. a comic book about young mutants who are on the lam. Well, well, well only one of them was a uh, one of them was a mutant. The other was like the. Kid of mad scientists. Oh, that okay. Yeah. Time traveling wizards and and stuff like that. It, it but was, they're they're children of supervillains. Yeah, yeah. They they were the kids of of the preeminent supervillain group of Los Angeles. So they're going to start shooting this movie in March, 2011, and uh, Production Weekly mm-hmm. says that shooting is going to start taking place in L.A. It's where the comic is set. Uh, the series centers on. The teenagers who go on the run when they discover their parents are supervillains. That's all the same. While on the land, they each learn they've inherited particular gifts and abilities. That's mm-hmm. in there, too. PW uh, tweets that the movie is called The Runaways, a.k.a. Small Faces. Hmm. Now, what they're saying is is that maybe they want to avoid the confusion with the uh, Kristen Stewart, Dakota uh, Fanning yeah. crap fest. Uh, crap See. fest of the Joan Jett and the Runaways. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who saw it enough to confuse it with it? Five people exactly, yeah. but uh, and and I and I don't think that it would be a problem. I no. really don't. But I don't think that they're going to stick with this small faces title. Well, 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 considering Disney owns Marvel. Well, what I think is happening here is that they've taken another rock band's name, like the Runaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Small Faces is a Rod band. Rod Stewart. From, yeah, Rod yeah. Stewart from the from the seventies, sixties. Look it up. So I think that's what they're doing. Is that just a working title? Yeah. But it sounds like the kind of thing that they'll send the print. Labeled as that, so those titles are. Always I'm, I'm really excited about Runaways. It's for, for those who haven't read the book. It's a, a really smart, fun title with 
not a lot of people in costumes, just really good relatable characters. It's 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 uh it was hatched by Brian K. Vaughn, uh who just wrapped his run on Ex Machina. He was the showrunner on Lost. It's it's good stuff. It's really what heroes should have been. Yes. And I think in a way wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Anyway, uh, anything uh, before we go? Did, did you guys talk about the uh, that X-Men movie, though? There was just a bit of casting. The period stuff? And all yeah, that. like, well, Kevin Bacon, right? You heard about him. He is uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. Head of the Hellfire Club. I just hearing that just gives me the chills. I'm so excited for that. Okay, that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're Forget. fine. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, any, anything else uh, other than the uh, the Tron toys are not that good? No, the figures look terrible. The the one of Kevin Flynn of Jeff Bridges is basically him in a giant. It basically looks like the dude in a bathroom, but he's fat. Who's doing the toys? I didn't even look. I was really just disgusted. Was it playmates? By him. Did they? Did it's they? Not good. Th- it looks like they rushed them out though. Yeah, right? the Who, disc is cool. Why would they so rush them out? They still have till like they still have like two months. Well, I know that there's other toys coming out. Like there's light cycle remote controlled cars and there's a figure that actually has like a video face that lights up mm. so that, that, that shows what the actor's face is on yeah it. And, and, and lights a dialogue uh, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now please go see Machete please pay go to see it is what we're see saying see Machete it, it, it hits all those right spots that Piranha 3D and uh, the Expendables did not both those movies wanted to be Machete <laughs> it's well I do want to see Machete and I'll, I'm an, I'll, I will go this coming weekend I, you know, I have a lot of free time now. Yes, you do. Six dollars to see Jessica maybe. Alba in the shower naked. Maybe, oh, maybe we'll go involved. tomorrow or something. We'll get yeah. me in there. Uh, I am recommending... Now, on this upcoming episode, we talk a lot about the new Star Wars toys. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, I'm very happy with those. Uh, this uh, Empire Strikes Back uh, anniversary line, terrific. I'm going to go buy the At-At tomorrow. Uh, uh, by the way, if you're at Target, they're selling Quisp, my favorite cereal from when I was a kid. I... It's it's on the shelves. I I, I bought three boxes because I get a free T-shirt. I, <laughs> so excited! I had a bowl this morning. The nostalgia marketing works. It does yeah. work, and that's a new Galactus figure. Oh, from the Marvel Universe oh. line. After we get done with this, you guys can help me open it. Oh, oh my boy, 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 God! Boy. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, all right. Really quickly here, want to thank uh, uh, our sponsors, uh, PC Laptops. Uh, Dan at PC Laptops. Go to PCLaptops.com. He's got all kinds of stuff. He's giving away on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Uh, Doctor Bolt celebrating their twentieth anniversary, coming up on September eighteenth. From noon to three, mm-hmm. uh, well, the, the, the anniversary is going to be going on all day. He's going to have uh, sales on stuff up to 20% right. off most things in the store and, and more than that even. But there's going to be uh, artists' appearances and signings. Mm-hmm. Our own Derek Hunter, PirateClub.com. Jake Black, who uh, wrote uh, recently uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah, he, he's written some of the Orson Scott Card adaptations for he, uh, Marvel, too. He's writing uh, an episode or two of Brave the Bold this last season, too. That's true. Uh, Gabriel Hardman, mm-hmm. artist, Agents of Atlas. One of my favorite books. Yes, and there's a reason he's in town, and writer Jeff Parker. Uh, Who's another great Marvel Comics yes, writer. Uh, they, they teamed on Agents of Atlas, a.k.a. Atlas, which is coming to its end. They are the new incoming team on Hulk. Really? Yes, and see, I just I just found out on Wednesday that Atlas was coming to an end. Yeah, Is it just not selling, or it's not again? Damn it! How do you go wrong? You've got a robot and a gorilla man. Yeah, and and really hot <laughs> Atlantean chick. Ooh. What they need to do is put Deadpool in the book, sell like gangbusters. Yeah, they never did a, a guest appearance. No, if they would have if they would have put Deadpool in the first five <laughs> issues, that book would still be going. Uh. All right, so uh, that is uh, September 18th at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. 
2043 East, 3300 South. And want to thank a new sponsor uh, for arriving uh, to save the day, uh, Teleperformance USA. If you want to work for a stable, growing company, uh, company, Teleperformance is hiring technical geeks and gurus to take uh, inbound tech support calls. Health benefits after 30 days. Go to teleperformanceusa.com. And uh, tell them Geek Show says, hey, wherever you go. All right, this new episode um, features the return of Derek Hunter and... Uh, Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, Ewoks is written down here for some reason. I don't know. I was starting to drink when we did this one, so I'm not sure what my writing I got in a lot of trouble this episode. You did? Yeah. Oh, I kept yes. blowing. I kept Trampling blowing Trampling on jokes. <laughs> re- re- remember? Well, that's right. Remember? Comedy correction. Yes. yes. Yeah. I and had to teach you about comedy correction. See, I've already blown that Like now in the, in the preamble to the show. It's you like, did? oh, Brian's going to fuck up. No, it's, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll school you off the air. It's very simple. It's like you wouldn't lead a joke with the punchline. Yeah, but I didn't know what your punchline was. Well, just think of every sto- every story is like you know you wouldn't lead up to. And this is still on the air. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So it's it's called "Smells Like Blando," and uh, it is the uh, latest episode uh, geekshowpodcast dot uh, com. Please to enjoy. And we're back. Thanks for making America great. Geekshowpodcast.com. Thanks for letting us listen. Recording at Brewbies. Thank you. There's so much sex in this comment. Thanks for letting me download. Uh, Coming up in the second half of this episode, Derek Hunter makes his triumphant return. Who? Hey! He's promoting promoting this piece of filth and debauchery. Derek Hunter is a fuck. That's the name of his comic. There's so much sex in here. For For as much shit as that guy gives me, I really like him. <laughs> which, which I'm really trying to figure out. I, yeah. I don't know whether it's masochism. You, yeah, masochist, or it's because I ignore all the shit he gives me now. Because I know it's it's his way of telling me he loves me. Is that what it Aww. is? Yeah. It's like, there's always like, a penis in the end. Yes. Yeah. That's what my mom. Well, it's like grade school. You know, you you uh, you antagonize the girl you like, and that's what well, Derek then, does with everybody. So that well, makes you he, the girl. Then he must really love me. Oh, yeah. All right. There's a cartoon say, of Derek's cock in here. I would yes. say don't fall asleep then at his house. Life size. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I do not want the night rapes. Thank you very much. It's a small <laughs> book and it's life size. We will get Just to squeeze. We will get to that coming up. Uh, really quickly, thanking the uh, sponsors, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, PCLaptops.com. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for um, making this all possible. And, and, and by the way, you can find Derek Hunter as a F asterisk asterisk K at Dr. Volt's. Who well, sold, I I really? Heard, I heard he sold. He sold out of it on Wednesday. On, on, on the first day it was there. He so sold. Derek's going to restock, I hope. He has already restocked, Good. and they may have sold out again. He actually stapled them uh, together at Pub Quiz on Thursday and handed them to Dave. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that we can talk Derek into coming to Craft Sabbath, because I think that would be a good fit for him. I think so. He so. can sell some original art and we'll some get, comics. We'll get to Derek in the uh, second half. Let's uh, introduce the panel now. Scott Pierce. Yeah? TV critic. Yeah? Desperate huh. News. Yeah, what do you want? Scott Pierce zero. Get off world, my lawn. dot com. The world one million now. One I million <laughs> in the in the week since then. I the score has been just. Bang. I am half tempted to make a papercraft doll of Scott Pierce with different weapons, so you can have your Scott Pierce toy fight other things. I love the what kind of weapons. Can I have? You could have a, a chainsaw, TV a TV a remote. You have, <laughs> no, it's too soon for that. I want a TV remote that actually makes people mute. Yeah, I like that. A I magic remote. There you go. Wasn't that a bad Adam Sandler that movie? Was, yeah. But but he could make it work. Scott Pierce could. could make you're it work. you're more entertaining to watch on television than Adam Sandler. Oh my gosh, I agree. Two more delicious than Haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Weiss, film critic, Deseret News. Go to Desnews.com for both of these guys. He, he's also a really good friend of mine. 
Aww. But apparently I'm not. He's Aww. my buddy. My we're, buddy. We're something Wherever more than he friends. goes, <laughs> I'm going go. my buddy. Lee George Cade, artist. How you doing? Uh, Grimleys.com. I, I make dolls with my wife, and we update our blog almost every damn day. And awesome. apparently they're very successful. Uh, we're, we're getting there. I would say we're moderately successful at this point. Let me know when that uh, European tour happens. That's scary stuff. By the time this airs, we may actually know if that really happens, but it, it could be that our we may be big in Europe. Grimleys worldwide. It'll Ooh. really take off as soon as the big shiny robot's available. Well, that's seriously, right. that's a 12-inch blue phallus that I'm ready to sell on your website. Website. Yeah. <laughs> it's she, great. Shannon Barnson, children's educator. Yeah. How's school going? Do you notice what I left out? Former right. Burt's Tiki Lounge bartender. employee. Yeah. Retired bartender, full-time that children's educator. Epic. It sure was. Did he just yeah, I, hope I, I hope I got to quit halfway through. That's I, I just hope <laughs> they didn't let the insurance lapse before we right? run that fucker before down. Be- I got to say, Jeez. nothing tasted better than roasting hot dogs. Over the burning rubble that was Burt's Tiki Lounge. <laughs> they were delicious. Roasted corn dogs. Fire and blood. And just. Uh, Did Carrie say you were a retarded bartender? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Retired. <laughs> Jimmy Martin, film critic, slugmag.com. How do you do? And uh, let's see. Also, uh, host with Jeff Ice of the Big Movie Mouth Off. How long does it take you to do your hair every day? It just wakes up like this. It, it does. Just, wow. Five minutes before I wake up. See, it mine wakes does up too. Awesome. You know, there's doesn't. It's a spit curl. <laughs> I. Uh, Brian Young, Swankmatron from BigShinyRobot.com. Hello. Star player. I produce the big movie Mouth Off and film it. And, he films uh, and, and this. I film, I film Carrie Jackson on, on Radio from Hell, and I film this, yes. even though I have a, a pinch hitter while I'm on the show. And all of this can Hi, be seen hitter. Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, Around Town, or as of this It's going to be in, in Top Picks or something like that. He hasn't told me exactly what it is, but uh, it'll be in some fanciful, exclusive, badass folder. Cool. Uh, you're also producing my Adult new show, family. Lee George Cade Eats Cereal. Yes. <laughs> it's every Monday in my kitchen while I eat a different bowl and of cereal. And it's adults only. It is, because I eat it in success. the news. Because it's lascivious. Hey, hey, by the way, before I forget about Shannon burning down Burt's, that really was nice of Great White to play that show. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Thanks, Great White. That was a big surprise. I they were up. there for my first night and my last night. <laughs> my, my favorite thing was, so was Curly Squatch actually picking up half the people in the audience and jumping through that plate glass window yeah. to lead them to I, safety. He didn't go through the window. He went right through the brick. It yeah, awesome. he did. He was like, <laughs> and I liked how you went, oh, yeah, right before he did it. And then afterwards great. he was like, I'm still cancer-free. <laughs> And then, and then a delicious sugary cherry flavored beverage poured out of the top of his head. Yeah, it was delicious. The yeah. snake just kept playing. And then, and then, Rock is somebody going to introduce Carrie or? Do oh, I have to go? Jackson. Jackson. How are you doing, you guys? How are you? Uh, listen, uh, Brian's here, and then, like I said, we're going to have Derek come in in the second half. But uh, Brian is here, and uh, he wants to talk about. And I don't. Wait, wait, let me guess. Let's, 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 let's think about it. Everybody, what could it be? Can you guess what it's going to be? It's going to be a family feud. What's the Hold number on. one answer? Casper, Casper the Friendly Ghost. What do you think? What do you think? Casper. It, it could Pierce. be the lame Star Wars shit. Star Wars. Okay, what do you think? Oh. Jeff, your guess. Star Wars? Wait. Uh, the struggle of the proletariat in modern society. Okay. You? Which is Star Wars, really. What do you think? I, I agree with Lee. Think it's Star Wars? It's probably Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm just going to tell you guys, thing. it's Star Wars. Uh, well, oh, well, we're surprised. Let's, let's shut up. Get that helmet, uh, first of all, because, boy, what a thing of beauty That's that sweet. is. Huh? This uh, new Boba Fett helmet, damn, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, put it on. It's, it's just 
the toy. That's but it, actually, somebody pass over the Iron Man helmet for a comparison. Now, here's the I thing. I think it's cooler than this the Iron Man what, helmet. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, because and the I, Iron Man helmet's pretty cool. We love the Iron Man helmet, but it's got this kind of mushroom feel to it. Where the Boba Fett helmet, boy, it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know why your Boba Fett helmet is roomy is because the guy who put it together for you left the webbing out. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I had to put the webbing back in. Oh, it's because the guy that put it together for you has a giant head. Yeah, well, I had to put the webbing back they, in. Uh, Derek Hunter did they, it? They built it knowing kids probably weren't going to get it as much as adults like us. Yeah, it's full size. Well, now, here's my question to uh, the toy maker. It's, uh, it's not Kenner, is it? No, it's Hasbro. It's Hasbro. What took you so long? Right? To a Boba Fett helmet that I can mm-hmm. wear that mm-hmm. makes noise. Listen to this. you got to turn it on first. <laughs> you got to turn it on. It has a big dent in Where's it. Where's the on switch? Oh, that's, that's from oh. where, that's from where Blind know. Hand Solo hit him. I'm Boba Fett. You may have heard of me. <laughs> uh, and the Boba Fett yeah. blaster pistol they put out, I don't Which, let the fact that it's fluorescent orange deter you from oh, buying no. this thing because a little spray paint fixes that. That fucker is loud. I have not seen it in stores yet. It is so loud. It is the loudest has, uh, Star Wars blaster they put out because, I, I mean, you can hear this from five, six aisles away at Target. I gotta <laughs> say, well, i got to say, this line of Star Wars toys they've just put out for the 30th anniversary of Empire. Oh, Bespin Luke is so sweet. God damn, I really love pretty toys. Even yeah. just the cards, like the cards for the, the Return retro of the Jedi, cards. the retro cards, and they've been putting them out for all the movies, so you've got the retro-looking cards for all the movies, and Revenge of the Sith looks like Return of the Jedi. Well, now, now, so far, I've only seen the cards for Empire. Uh, are there more? The Empire, yeah. the Empire cards brought me, actually, a strange memory from when the, the first, when those exact same figures came out. I remember losing the orange plastic snake that wrapped around Yoda's head oh, yeah. On, yeah. A P, on a PSA airplane from Carson City, Nevada to Burbank, California. I had just I can, seeing those cards. I remember I really, that. I honestly got vertigo seeing a carded Return of the Jedi Admiral Akbar retro figure in the store because that was the first retro wait, no, wait, figure my wait, parents bought me. Let's not gloss this over. Okay. You actually almost fainted. I got like it was. It was like that. That he did. He, he that probably shit. got weak in the That knees. first walk in a strange girl's bedroom. Yeah. You know that, you know, that kind a of feeling. Sudden erection in a toy store can cause you to go dizzy. We need to clean Asshole. up in aisle four. Clean up in aisle four. Cement yeah. on the floor. <laughs> I can't on believe I work with Star Wars you. aisle. <laughs> you know, you were you <laughs> work famous needed for priapism. Uh, but, but well, no. Now back to this. I, I've only seen the Empire Strikes Back cards. They're they Return have the Return Jedi of the Jedi cards. They're going to do a New Hope retro cards. They're doing oh. the whole thing, and they're doing the prequel. They're doing the prequel toys modeled after the retro cards, so they're doing no them in the same style. But how smart is that? Because I'm rebuying figures that have been available, and <laughs> but some I have of them bought. haven't. Well, that, and they're new sculpts too. Sucker. That Bespin Luke is brand new. That is the first. Be- that is the first Star Wars figure with the ball sockets in the hips, so that you can actually get a good battle stance oh, on and, a Jedi Knight figure. And, and is this the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You broke, <laughs> you broke Scott Pierce again. <laughs> Scott Pierce just what? It's so funny. You like the ball, ball socket? I, just I, was, I was just listening to this conversation and it struck me somehow funny. <laughs> sorry, forgive me. I would remember an old episode of Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> now I may not have your fancy ball-jointed hips, Your Honor. But I'm, I'm going to have some re- replacement I'm just an old suit. country lawyer <laughs> from way back. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, but anyway, this is a great new line of toys, and, and I'm buying them again, which is well, and then, sickening. But if you buy five of them, you can send away for a rocket-firing Boba Fett. Which I have is... Oh, and the rocket will actually fire? Yeah, no, and it's the vintage mold, too. Unfortunately, somebody's going to put out a vintage Cylon Raider that's going to put a kid's eye out, and they're going to pull them all <laughs> off the market. It's all going to go back to shit again. Yep. 
Uh, all right, let's Oh, my talk. God, I would buy that Cylon Raider. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh, I would. You just I hate kids that and, much. And I'll, I'll buy several and toss them over fences into schoolyards. No, no, no you will not, because you and I will go to schools and we'll shoot kids' eyes out. Oh, I'll, okay. Yeah. Stand still, Timmy. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> just back from, from oh, Orlando, the which Orlando is the Star most, Wars celebration. The um, most miserable well- weather in the galaxy. Yes. Uh, um, it it's, like, it's moist. It's, 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 it's like worse than Tatooine. It's like, my, no, it's, it's like Dagobah that way. It was like it was seriously ninety percent humidity, yeah. and it was like ninety-five degrees uh, out. No, it's no, no, hey, no, no. Hey, guys, a little bit. It, it, it was like falling into a sarlacc pit. John Stewart mentioned that it was worse than Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Was, it, was it a wretched? Was it a wretched hive of scum and humidity? Yes. Yes. So uh, bad joke. Here's, here's a couple yeah. of things that uh, premiered at. Uh, the Star Wars convention. Okay. Two more fragrances from that. Uh, what's the name of the company that's doing the Star Trek ones? Uh, they, Stinky uh, Geek. Bad they decisions. Have, they, have made, they have made some <laughs> Star Wars ones. I, I saw these there, and they were oh, packaged it's, well. It's, bad decisions. It's, it's bad Genki Ware is the name of the company. No. Here's, here's your two. Uh, I'm buying one of them. Uh-huh. Not this one. Okay. I wouldn't buy that one either. I'm buying the other one. I uh, <laughs> It smells like slave, iron and semen. Slave Leia. <laughs> I, you know, I I saw the packaging there for both of these. The and slave Leia it. had a chain. No, I didn't buy it. And actually, I didn't actually even smell them. But Patty said they smelled terrible. Oh, they always do. Uh, the Star Trek ones smell terrible. Yeah, people no. people are buying them because it's funny. Yeah. Well, you slave know, Leia has a little like collar chain on it, and it comes with the chain. The Lando. Well, hang on. Okay, no, yeah, well, you got to learn about showbiz, Brian. Yes. It's oh, always shit. Come on, you don't build load. You shoot. Right. You okay. want everywhere. You want more. Amateurs. I've had a few. And now you can tune. Out because yes. the joke is gone. No, no, no. Oh. Carrie, can you explain to me what Slave Leia perfume is about? I have the description here. Thank you. Thank you. See, save. Thank you very much. <laughs> My apologies. Well, you just got to learn about showbiz. You'll never make it unless you think about these things, Brian. Anyway, okay. Chains cannot restrain your smoldering sensuality. Hmm. I'm okay. going to look Brian directly in the eye as I read this. Okay. Oh God. Even when the most despicable scum in the galaxy surround you, whether whether you're on a daring rescue mission or are being held captive by a nefarious slug-slash-gangster, your regal bearing lets the world know that despite appearances, you're no one's servant. Fearless and inventive, Slave Leia perfume includes a floral top notes of white peach, lily, bergamot, heliotrope, and raspberry that dry down to a warm, sultry mix of cashmere woods, musk, and night-blooming jasmine. It's the cashmere woods that gives you the occasional British accent. (laughs) Smell like a cheap hooker. Patty's back here, and she, she did smell them in the store, and she's just holding her nose. Slave Leia perfume, more powerful than a thermal detonator, yet more comfortable than a metal bikini. I really would like to give the guy who writes, who who's like, hey, we've got a we've got a perfume based on Slave Leia. Write a blurb. He needs a raise. No, 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 no. No, if, if if he wants to sell it, it would be you're cooped up. And there's some fat, sweaty, sluggy guy on you, and yet you still keep your femininity. Yeah. This is what you want to wear. So well, that's like, that's every geek girl. Well, like, yeah. thank you. It's like oh, with some charity. Exactly. What do you think? I, I 
What, what's going on? Where, am I here? Never mind. The, uh, the, no, the, okay. if it's the same guy, he wrote the Sulu one, and the Sulu one is hilarious. It, it's like a, yeah. well, it's, his boss walks up and goes, hey, we found an old trough of babe. We're going to slap some Princess Leah's shit on it. Write it up. Make it sound pretty. All right. All right. And uh, here is the, the, I am buying this one. I don't care what it smells like. I'm buying it. I'm going to wear it. Okay. It's called Ooh Delendo. <laughs> it's great. It's the packaging on this is delightful. It has Lando's disco cape on the vial. Did he learn nothing from our apparently, apparently not. talk? I, is that in the thing? I don't know. Yes. Like, no. Is that in the description? Well, you don't know until you let me present it to I you. Didn't, oh. You let me present it, and then if it's left out. Then you go, ah. Was it in the description? Carrie, though? Carrie. Well, you haven't found yeah, out yet, Yeah, you don't yet, fucking know, you? do you? Carrie? Shit. You're worse than Gina this way. I, I'm oh. I'm wow. wow. Ooh. Carrie? That Ow. was a punch oh, hey, shit. Quiet wow. coyotes. Quiet coyotes. Huh? Carrie, could you explain to me the Ode Lando <laughs> cologne? Why do I love this man so much? I'm sorry. All right. Card player. Gambler. Scoundrel. You'll like him. Ooh. <laughs> You've rubbed fashionably clothed elbows with some of the most notorious bounty hunters, outlaws, and gangsters in the galaxy, all the while maintaining your sophisticated appetites and an unquestionably cool style all your own. Because a suave, pirate-turned-respectable businessman deserves the best the galaxy has to offer in surroundings, in belongings, and most certainly in female companionship. But it smells oh, yeah. like malt liquor. Oh, yeah. Classy and stylish. Works every time. Olando Cologne is a potent mix of Mandarin warmed with, and they mean actual Mandarin. They don't mean the oranges. Mandarin warmed with incense and lotus flower, exotic woods, dark violet, and sensuous musk. Musk. But the best part, right? The cologne comes with a fucking cape. What? Holy shit. No. I just want to know one thing. Like, Does it work every time? Of course. 60% okay. of the time Half it works the all the time. Half the cologne is expired Colt 45. Um, <laughs> I am buying <laughs> and the, I'm wearing it. By, by the way, I'm... I'm suppo- I, you know why? Because right. I am white Lando. Yes. Right. Yes, you are. And I'm gonna You're Blando. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, oh, shit. I'm Carrie Jackson. Blando Administrator of this facility. <laughs> I think that's the I name of the Scott episode. I think Scott Pierce just named an episode. Yeah. Yes. Blando. Um... Gonna, I smell like Blando. <laughs> I want to. I want to pitch the next scent in the cl- in the collection. Salacious Crumb. No. <laughs> Admiral Akbar. It smells like a trap. Yes. Oh. Ah. Get trapped. So it comes with roofies. Cool. Right. Right. It's like crap. Oh, it, it could just smell like Axe. <laughs> it, that's perfect. So it's going to smell like every comic that's shop perfect. in the country. So I had a chance to talk to Princess Leia just a couple weeks ago. She's doing her one-woman show on uh, on, uh, HBO. Tell me you're calling Princess Leia. Hi, Princess Leia. She's uh, very interesting. She came out uh, during the the main event, which was Jon Stewart and George Lucas during the interview. She's a lesbian? They brought her out. (laughs) Yes. I was waiting. Well, that gay guy did die in her bed. They, uh... They did giant cock. They did the entire interview. They did all the reveals. They brought her out in the last 20 seconds, and she started making, like, yeah, I'm doing Jabba porn jokes, and they cut her off, and they're like, okay, thanks, everybody, for coming. They just... <laughs> 
it was gone because it was a family <laughs> event. Yeah. A giant hook. Comes oh, out. <laughs> I was I was not at a family event, and she it was very her, amusing. It was, it was the yeah. Sabado Gigante. She took her guy she took her straw hat off of her head. Waka waka. So Chris Bartlett came dressed as a clown and swept her off. No, no, no. The giant hook came and took her off. Yeah, she's not fit for family audiences, and that's why I love her. She does talk about how her father, when when Elizabeth, when uh, Michael Todd died, that Elizabeth, that he rushed to Elizabeth Taylor's side, slowly, wor- gradually working his way to the front <laughs> to console her with his penis. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's Eddie Fisher. That's right? Eddie Fisher. It. He was a pig. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Fisher. Now let's uh, it's, let's talk Star Wars uh, celebration uh, really quick. There was some uh, before we get to the whole mechanics of it. Uh, what did you see that we should know about other than the really cool toys we talked about? Of well, course. there was some really cool toys. They had uh, the Belgian 500 first. They, they must be preparing for an invasion or something. They had full size everything. They brought a fucking. They shipped a full size Tie Fighter. What? <laughs> full size. A full size, like from Belgium. From Belgium. Even and with the currency exchange between Europe and the United States? I don't know what the fuck ship? that means, but they shipped a TIE fighter. <laughs> don't they come from Thailand? They shipped a TIE fighter to the celebration to let people take pictures with it. They shipped a TIE fighter, a, a Millennium Falcon set that's full-size, the bunker from Endor, and a speeder bike. Like, the Belgian oh, the 501st has fucking everything. And a lot of time on their hands, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, they've got a full-size AT-AT, but it wouldn't fit in a cargo ship. Yeah, um... There and, then was, you, there was, and then you saw the blueberries, uh, the, the Clone Wars, uh, oh, the, clone, the Clone Wars from season. Like I did a lot of Clone Wars stuff, and they, they're when everybody season one came out right after that movie, and the movie was a little disappointing as far as quality goes. Even I'll be the first one. Even for that. me, the first movie was a little bit weird, and then the series got better as the first season went on. Then the second season came out, and it was even better. And the stuff from season three looks better than season one and season two combined. It looks amazing. Wow, it's horrifying, but I agree it. with him. You saw it? Yeah, we saw some. We saw some clips anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I it's mean, a, I thought I wasn't impressed with the yeah. movie, but I think. Well, well, well the animation's not. starting not to look so much like a video well, game. Yeah. yeah, and it's a good series. Yeah, it is. I've it's, been quite enjoying it. It's a symptom of the fact that George Lucas literally just threw the studio in the deep end of the pool and said, "You guys need to swim. Work and this out." Yeah, work this out. You're going to build a studio and a television series simultaneously. And when they started, they had like three employees, and that's what they started the movie with. And now they've got a giant machine in Singapore and and in in Marin County, and they're moving. And, when, and, and those tiny children are still making shoes. Yes. When uh, when does the series premiere? September seventeenth. And uh, we're still trying to get an event to go to that. We're trying to make it all ages, but but if we can't get anything, it'll be here at Groovies. You know me. If if we can't make it all ages, I'm all for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie is the guy just on spec. If a kid walks into a theater, Carrie moves to the other end. I do. I do. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, conventions. Now, I, you, now, you've been to... I've been to nine of the last 11 Comic-Cons. Yes. And... Uh, I like Comic-Con generally. I liked it a lot better than you did, Carrie. Oh, yeah. I went once, one off. That's it. And, uh, you know, I've been to a few other conventions. I've been to a Dragon Con, and it was sort of like the Mardi Gras of cons. And like That's what I hear. Chicks showing you their tits and everything. Wait, which one is this? Dragon Con. It's actually happening the weekend. I Hot think Atlanta? this... this uh, this this episode today airs. Today is, is today is Labor Day in Atlanta. Labor Day in Atlanta. It's in Hot Atlanta. And, uh, it's, <laughs> it's seriously a party the entire time. There is not any point where 
there isn't a party going on at Dragon Con. Um, wait, we wait, know how wait, to wait. do it down south, um, all right? Carrie, why are we not going? Why are we not there? Why did we not go? You mean? Yeah, because it's over by now. I know, but why didn't we go? Maybe next year. We can still go. I think I'm going next year. Well, but is, but now I like the sound. Getting to the point of it, Star Wars Celebration, and I've been to other Star Wars Celebrations too, and they were they were like Comic Con. So I thought that was just what a con was like. I went to Star Wars Celebration Five, and it was the best run, the most organized. Everything. It was the best experience I've ever had at a con ever. And you con- did have a good time. Comic-Con needs to learn some lessons. For one, the publicity department department actually paid attention to the press people and their needs and got them everywhere oh, they needed to go. That's mm-hmm. smart. Exactly. That's Comic-Con. why I have no interest in Comic-Con. Well, Comic-Con, that's why I'm not going Comic-Con's to Comic-Con problem. again. Is that they let everybody in. You could have five people looking at your shit website, and they're like, oh, yes. press pass for you. That's how we got in. I talked to uh, the press department at Comic-Con this year, and they said that they had credentialed 9,000 press people, which is more than Hollywood can How can ridiculous take. is that? Exactly. And all of them saw Scott Pilgrim. There were, and there all, were, of them, all of them feel like they should be entitled to be there right down front, along mm-hmm. with Entertainment yeah. Weekly, and, yeah. and, and you name it, you know. Well, and, and I've with, got uh, my it's with Star Wars Celebration, the, the press credentials were a little bit more demanding, and we still somehow made the cut. And there was, like, uh, I did a press conference with Jon Stewart, and there was maybe ten press out- outlets there. And that's it. And it was, it was very hush-hush. It was, it was, and it was really good, and everybody got to have time to ask questions, and it was great. And then they walked us right, and we did, the, right into the, the George Lucas event and they gave us front row seats for that and they treated us kind of like royalty. We got interviews with everybody we wanted to and everybody we couldn't get, they said, we'll organize phone interviews for you. Well, see, I mean, this sounds pompous, but that's the way it ought to happen because members of the press reach more people than a guy who goes down and says oh, to his buddies, oh, that was so cool. I've got, I've got yeah. two, I've I Facebook about this. Yeah. I've got 2,000 people on the Read My Blog. I think I should be able to interview uh, George Lucas. Well, I don't want to give any great details, but we had an accusation of plagiarism against one of our co-workers based on something that some woman had posted on her Facebook. Oh, come on. I'm Seriously. totally serious. Well, right. they, 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 they really knew how to set it, set it up where they actually... Uh, Star Wars Celebration had about 30,000 people there, and they actually had facilities that could accommodate them. Let's see, that's what I want to get to. We're talking about how, uh, because we're members of the press, we should get special treatment. But the regular guy going to Comic-Con and Star Wars Celebration, he's more likely to get into events and see and do the things that he wants to do because it's better organized. I didn't wait in a line at, at Star Wars Celebration for more than 10 minutes for anything. What's this now? Did yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> did the pedestrians, though, the regular folks? No, they, it was the same thing for them. Same I thing. mean, they did, for the George Lucas thing, there was people who wanted to get into the room with George Lucas as opposed to, they took every venue, every room they had, every meeting room, and they put together a feed, a live feed of the George Lucas event. So if you didn't get in the room with Lucas... Like an, an overflow you, room. Yeah, they no. had they had every single overflow room that they had was dedicated to playing that video live. So if you were there that morning, that was the only thing to do because they knew everybody wanted to do it. They had enough seats for everybody. So everybody who wanted to see it got to. And see, speaking not as a member of the press, but as just a fan... I would say to other fans on my blog, uh, <laughs> on my, on my say, Facebook page, don't, don't go to Comic Con. 
until they get their shit together. Well, and the problem with Comic-Con, I actually had a lengthy discussion with the publicist at Lucasfilm um, about what I, as a, as a member of the press, would like to see from, from as Comic-Con. As because, because going... Out, well, as Lucas's boyfriend. As their best boyfriend. I'm sure yeah. there's, uh, there's others that are worse than me, but going out to Comic-Con really? is, a big, is a big expense, and it's a big time... It, it, it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of effort to cover things. But you don't even have to go anymore because all of the the publicists they they send out press releases to everybody yeah and video of all, all of the things that you could have covered mm-hmm. anyway. That's what I'm saying. I, I five look, minutes after the event happens. Exactly. I look at the Comic Con stuff that I got the next day, and it's like I didn't need to be there. Well, I and, really didn't. And I, I got my exclusives. I'm going back. What they did. I, I'm going back to Comic Con. Uh, it's more about too. the party. Yeah, I'm having a fun ass time. I've been thinking about this because yes, Comic Con is terrible with live. And all that kind of stuff. But to me, it's all about being around the, all your other geek friends and nerding out together and having a great time. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Who gives sure, a shit about but, lines? But, but do you need to go to San Diego for that? Well, that's just where no. it happens to and be. You where don't need is... to go to party to go San Diego. Well, no, 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 but, no, but, 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 but where else is Jimmy? Yeah. 120,000 other geeks can convene together. You've got to have one city. You can't just be in your backyard. Exactly. I'm, I'm all for that. Well, I, but okay. let's wait until I, San Diego gets their shit together. I still like you know? Comic Con, but like they need or to have. They need to spread it out, do more offsite yeah. things, and have enough programming to accommodate things that come. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they need more space to accommodate the people who come. Has San Diego? Has Comic Con outgrown San Diego? Yes. yes, yes, that's fine. So move it somewhere else. Yes. Yes. I don't I'm, 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 that. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. My move Comic Con to Las Vegas. Yes, who knows my, how to run a fucking I convention? Die. My my only my only <laughs> point with, with saying it, that I like it better than Comic Con is they actually picked a facility that was appropriate for the amount of people that they had yes. there. Where did they have it? They had they, it was in the the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida, and uh, they had they had twenty eight thousand people come. Well, as much as I make fun of Star Wars, this to me is like sounds like something that I would be far more interested in than. Comic- well, and I would was, too if it wasn't just about Star Wars. And, and here's my next yeah. point: uh, How many tickets are available now for Comic Con for next year? Uh, by the way, four day passes with the preview night are sold out. Exactly. They, did they already Seriously. went on sale? Yeah. 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 They, they, gone. They, they went on sale while Comic Con was going on. They're four, gone. Yeah, four day passes with the preview night are sold out. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought they were still going to go no, on sale. Sold out. Sold out. Uh, you don't get and, to go. And, and four day well, pa- passes themselves so, are close to selling out as are three day passes. So I would say to you guys who like to go and party, go to a Dragon Con. Dragon go, Con. Go start, that, but I've been the to parties. A con. How about this? I, I'll say this. I if I go back to Comic Con, I might buy a one or two day pass, uh-huh. or try to get a pass, press, uh, press pass. pass through this dog and pony show. Yeah. Uh, go one or two days and then just have I fun would, at night. Shannon, I we would lost say the dog. Friday and Saturday, and that's all you need. Yeah. Well, I would tell you not to buy a pass. With, with you, Comic Con, you can't go that route. That's go, totally go down fine. Park. With, with Comic Con, with Comic Con, I went. I went to the Paul Junket for, with. Uh, Nick Frost and and, Ed, and Simon Pegg, and I went directly from my studio established interview with the cast to wait in line to try to get into their panel, and I couldn't get in. 
Like, I couldn't. There was I no... A, I have a well, question about Dragon yeah. Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any, have you been to yes. Dragon Con? Okay, so as, as a certified DM, will I get preferential treatment there? <laughs> no. <laughs> but if you get press, they treat the press very well I, there, I've too. I've got press and I'm a DM. I went, well, I went to Dragon Con as press last year. But were you and, a DM? No, I was not a DM. Okay. But they organized everything, and they bump. said, here's a room you can interview people in. Here's contact information for everybody. I'm Go saying strictly as a participant, not a member of the press. Comic-Con is one of the worst experiences you'll have. Standing in line. I will. You, you, it's just going to be a big clusterfuck, and you're going to hate it. Yeah. But you'll but drink away. Your, you, you'll drink it away at night. No, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. But see, it was better this year. Like, yeah. It was so... Yeah. I, this, for me, This Comic-Con this year was the best-run Comic-Con they've ever had. Well, it, it, so. and, the way, and the way we're making it sound is that the passes are so expensive for Comic-Con, and they're not. No, they're not. They're not. And, but and, and if you're like me... You like being able to walk up to somebody like Eric Pell, the guy who does the goon, who oh, sure. I would have it, no other chance at seeing, and being able to walk up and just hang out with that guy. But he imagine a hat. It, it, but if you can do it at Comic Con, you, you can I certainly did, do it. I at did Dragon that. Con. I no, because he, he does not I show up at Dragon no, Con. Yeah, no, he nice. does. He was there last year. Yeah. And he didn't show. He's not going this year. Maybe I can he's tell not you going right this now. year. But last year he was at Dragon Con. I went up to him. I got to talk to him for twenty minutes. I got to take pictures with him. I went. Mike Mignola was sitting right next to him. That guy's Dick. a douche. And I know you guys say he's a douche, and maybe it was just a convention you guys went no, to. I went and saw him at Dragon Con. I said, "Hey, I'm a member of the press. I'd like to talk to you." He closed his booth for a half an hour to come do an interview with me, with me of all because nobody else was going up to him because he's a douche. Oh, he had um, a line the whole time. Yeah. Uh, no, but 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 seriously. There's there's better access at Dragon Con to everybody. Yes, of course, because it's, it's four ev- times smaller. But Obviously, yeah, it's exactly. Be not access. everybody goes to Dragon Con. Well, okay, then the people that you want to see maybe aren't at Dragon Con, right? But the, may, there, are, I'm sure, people that you would want to see at Dragon Con, <laughs> and they'll be there at Comic Con. The, the th- I think, but so you're missing my point. You can you can you don't need to go to Comic Con to see all the people you want to see. You can go to better run conventions. Yeah. Less I, 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 I can go to Emerald City. Am I just not cool yeah. at all for not giving a shit about any of these conventions? All right. We're I really don't want to go okay. to any of them. Okay, let's uh, take a break. Derek Hunter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're just going to shit on well, it. Let no, me, no, before, no, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, we're just before, talking. No, so. no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, that I think I, I don't. I don't have the passion to go to the shows, to go to Dragon Con or Comic Con or any of those other things. I think it's cool if you want to go and interview people, but it's like, for me, I'm just as fine staying at home and reading there's, the interviews that Brian writes. Exactly. He there's can go a, do the footwork. I'll stay at home exactly. and read about I have it. a bit of news about Star Wars Celebration 6, though. Oh, well, God. Tell us now. It's Is it going to be Salt about Lake. Star Wars? It could be in Salt Lake, actually. I ran into the, uh, the, uh, the people in the tourism department. They actually sent agents to Star Wars Celebration 5 to see the layout and see how things went so they can put in a very competitive bid to make Star Wars Celebration 6 happen in Salt Lake City. Do we have a facility that... Uh, Damn, Brian, oh, the salt, job must be good. The Salt Palace uh, The Salt Palace is as big as the Orange County Convention Center. Really? Because that just yeah. seems small. Okay. Well, well, the if they like did, they, there's so much stuff that they could do off-site within walking distance of the Salt Palace, too. If they needed... A, Room for a big event. Energy Solutions is right there. The scouts they sent were boffins, though, and we know how that goes. <laughs> well, they died, but they still got <laughs> the information it, they needed. If it happens here, I'm going to stand out in front of the event with a big sign that says, God's, God hates Jedis. I think you should go dressed as Spock. 
I'll go dress as there was, there was There was I plenty. I think they had to hold events in the tabernacle. There yeah. were plenty of people dressed as Klingons and uh, St- Starfleet officers and stuff at Star Wars Celebration, and they were welcomed with open, open arms. Okay, uh, we're going to take a well, break. They were afraid to, to anger the retarded. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Derek Hunter will join us. Who's tapping? Oh, it's me. Sorry. Sorry. Derek Hunter will join us. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. I won't tap. Are you looking for a career change or a more stable company to work with? Teleperformance continues to grow and wants you to join their technical support team. Teleperformance is hiring technical geeks and gurus to take inbound technical support calls. Take advantage of health benefits after 30 days of employment. Several locations hiring, including Salt Lake and Linden. Apply today at teleperformanceusa.com. Join Teleperformance, the number one worldwide leader in customer service solutions and still going strong. Hurry, apply today. TeleperformanceUSA.com Hello, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Once a year, we scour every corner of our distribution warehouse and stores. Countless sleepless nights digging and prodding with no rock left unturned in our entire empire. What does that mean to you? It's our back-to-school ultra-deluxe warp turbo mega sale with up to 75% off the original prices on the best desktop and laptop computers on the planet. Demos, scratch and dents, blow-up models, funny colored discontinued computers, and more for up to 75% off the original prices. Have I lost my mind? No, Master. I have not because it's our once-a-year back-to-school ultra-deluxe warp turbo mega sale with up to 75% off the original prices on the best desktop and laptop computers on the planet. Okay, to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down. Or interest for a year on any new computer. Oh, I see. Interest is accrued during promotional period and minimum payment required. Call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, hurry. You must make haste. Two, one. And we are back. Oh. And uh, thank you uh, uh, for having us back. What the hell is that? Hey, look who it is, everyone. The return, the return of Derek Hunter. Oh, you're clapping for me? Yes. <laughs> and he actually brought his own fan club. We got the band. The band's back together. I couldn't tell because he didn't wear a hat, and there's such a horrible glare. It's blinding. That is how you should be able to tell. The glare? Yeah. I, I decided I thought powder was here. The battle of the balls. Band of spoon, powder. <laughs> Derek Hunter is, uh, is joining us again. He was just a little sad that uh, he couldn't be here when Brian was talking Star Wars. Oh, I wanted to be on that show Would so you like badly. to comment Would on you Star like Wars? Would you like to rebut? I was kind of sad I couldn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, not so much rebuttal, just watching him talk about Star Wars is hilarious to me. It's like I, watching I, a monkey right. mask, right? Yeah, actually, are, are you, you asking me that? Are you sitting in a standing pool of something right now? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think he made like wet goo. You've Carrie, got Carrie was asking what that tapping was. That was his penis. <laughs> it was his erect penis on the bottom of the table. table. And his accelerated heartbeat, making it jump up and down a lot. I know. Oh, my good friend Steve Sansweet. Uh, so anyways... <laughs> Well, me, me of all people, now, I got to interview. Oh, I loved it. I loved now, every minute of it, Brian. You're sitting in a puddle of herpes and gonorrhea right now. But now, now that Brian is gone, yes. I have a, uh, a little article here that's uh, so we can piss on Star Wars. Oh, okay, good. Oh, good. Uh, Gary Kurtz, maybe you've heard of him. Oh, uh, the producer of Empire Strikes Back. Uh, a, a partner in making the first two Star Wars films. Uh-huh. Uh, said that... Uh, 
Here's what went wrong after Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I love <laughs> this. I after, love this interview, after by the recurring. way. Okay, anyway. Yes. Everything? Anyone have any uh, uh, speculations? Those who have not read the article. Mm. I read it. <laughs> oh, I have a speculation. Everything. Everything. I have a Every everything. I, I love what he said. George Lucas got too involved? Here, well, here's, here's what he said. Uh, I could see where things were headed. The toy business began to drive the Lucasfilm <sighs> empire. Okay. It's a shame. They could make three times as much on toys as they did on films. It's natural to make decisions that protect the toy business, but that's not the best thing for making quality films. The emphasis was on the toys. It's like the cart driving the horse. If it wasn't for that, the films would be done for their own merits, apparently. Uh, uh, the creative team wouldn't be looking over their shoulder all the time. Return of the Jedi would have ended originally, he explains, uh-huh. in the outline that Lucas and he had come up with before... The toy company took over, which was Luke and Leia would have rescued Han from Jabba. Yes. But then Han would have died halfway oh, through the film during probably. the raid on the Imperial base. Right. Uh, this is something that Harrison Ford actually kind of wanted and mentioned before. Uh, the film would have ended with the rebel forces in tatters, Leia struggling with her new duties as queen, Dude. Luke walking off into the sunset oh. alone like Clint Eastwood at the end of a spaghetti western. It would have been more nuanced, muted, uh, ending to the saga. Instead... You got Ewoks and a teddy say, bear luau. Well, they were supposed Doesn't to be Wookiees like in the first place, movie? weren't they? Nub nub. In the original script, they were yeah. Wookiees. It well, was Wookiees. Yeah, it was Wookiees. Yeah. yeah, they were proto Wookiees. And instead of Wookiees, a sign went up in the character design workshop that said, "Dare to be cute." Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Dare well, to be cute. Do you guys remember the original Return of the Jedi sketchbook and that when when they had the sketches of what the Ewoks were supposed the to look like? The art of Return of the Jedi. They, book? Yeah, they look yeah. like they look like freaky looking uh, like furry bird monsters with big gross teeth and huge claws and, and not like that. teddy bears and not like claws? teddy bears. So yeah, and and even Luke uh, Mark Hamill said uh, in an interview at at the convention that he was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, we didn't know the names of things or characters. <laughs> I thought that was great. Because they didn't have names. Why? Because the toy company hadn't decided what they would be called yet. Oh. Yeah. Billy D. Williams was talking about what what he calls in Robot Chicken the Pancake Kid, uh, Nianum. Oh. <laughs> Nianum. Didn't have a name. Didn't have a name until, <laughs> until the toy came out. Well, you know who named most of the characters in the first in the first prequel? It was uh, Jet Lucas. His, his oh, really? was like yeah. two or three years old, and he named the majority of the characters. Because um, that one's called Burger Monster. <laughs> and Jar Jar. So the voice came. The voice for Jar Jar came from a Lucas. Um, Jar Jar. <laughs> I need to get slaps right across the face. If you can find that article though with Gary Kurtz, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Not just because he's shitting on Star Wars. He's talking about Luke kind of going samurai style off into the sunset at the end of Return of the yeah. Jedi. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says uh, the whole interview with Kurtz was uh, worth reading, including his demolishing the myth that Star Wars was always intended to be a multi-film saga. He uh, And I've always said this. Uh, he says that uh, he and Lucas originally wanted to do a Flash Gordon movie, but couldn't get the rights. Right. And that's how they came up with Star Wars. Because if you look at it, it's a Flash Gordon movie. Oh, oh yeah. Carrie, the thing yeah. that you're forgetting here is that uh, we, we had this grand <laughs> scheme, and ultimately, Gary's a dirty fucking liar. Oh, <laughs> oh George. 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 Come on, bud. George, that's no, terrible. Really. And uh, if, if you do this, you're going to make Brian Young, my good personal friend, he's he's going to cry, and most likely, I'll, I, I won't ever want to talk to you, and you won't ever be allowed on the ranch. But George, George, <laughs> George you can't just discount things 
but Gary said Derek, he's, Derek, he made Derek your first Hunter, two films. It's been established that you're a fuck. So <laughs> shut up. No my, pony my, rights. My neck, my neck waddle hates you, and you, you're not allowed to wear flannel from this point forward. I'm, I'm actually striking you from flannel forever. Hey, I'll tell you right now where George Lucas's neck went. That went in the palimony suit with Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> I'm just kind of worried that eventually Carrie Fisher's going to see that giant neck waddle and try to choke it with a chain. <laughs> that's in the it LA. Be erotic. It's in the LA Times. The interview. Is that where it is? LA Times. That's where you find it. But All right. D- d- does he talk about the the sequel idea too? Uh, you know, I didn't get that far. I just found that. Well, see, that's because wasn't he the one who actually said that? I'm not doing it. What's this? What wasn't Kurtz the one who who basically said yes? They did have movies planned after the original well, trilogy. Well, at the, at the press conference for Young Indiana Jones, George Lucas himself said, and I mean, now he says, oh, we never planned to do it. Bullshit. But I was sitting in the room when he said they I've, had plans to I've do it. I've got the Starlog articles where they're interviewing the, well, and, and during Return of the Jedi when they're interviewing them. And they're saying, yeah, when the next three come yes. out, we're going to explore what happens after the, after the fall of the yes. Empire. Well, and I have an interview with him right after the first movie was a hit where he talked about Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And, and it was Wookiees and Instead of Ewoks, you are correct. No, 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 that wasn't Wookiees. Um, I had a little cough. It was Ewok. Well, the name uh, for the Ewoks came from an Indian tribe that was nearby. The Ewokians. They're they're actually Vietnamese. Actually true. I was trying to cover the strife of the Vietnamese people. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to go to the Ewok Casino. You can build explanations for horrible <laughs> ideas, but that doesn't mean they make some good ideas. I the problem is, oh is now God. you can actually be 132nd Ewok and still get benefits. Oh, I, good. All I can say is, if you go to the Ewok Casino, don't eat the buffet. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's roasted Ooh. Han. Where did, I was going to say. It's mostly Ooh. dude. Oh, where did they get the idea for the big shiny robot? It's, it's cream chip Han. All right. <laughs> Uh, Every some reason Anthony Daniels won't go away from there. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's oh, another wow. reason not to go. <laughs> oh, and that was another thing that I heard uh, Mark Hamill talking about how f- such good friends he and Anthony Daniels were. Yeah, I thought like oh. I missed Anthony. I missed him a lot. All right, uh, Derek is here with his new comic book, and we're very proud of him. This is your best. This I, is. I, uh, I love this. The I, guys, the guys are digging. I've not read it completely yet. But I've thumbed through it and I found my favorite parts. Okay, so let's. Uh, geez. We'll talk about that in a second. But it's called uh, Derek Hunter is a fuck, and well, uh, it's is it on available to like pre-order for our it's folks? A, it's listening? available to purchase on my website and yeah. a Deseret uh, book. It's on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the front page of my website. It can also be found on the Backyardigans website and uh, it's uh, PirateClub.com. PirateClub.com, as well as lo- local comic shops, Black Cat and. Uh, Dr. Volts. And according to Diamond Select, it's Derek Hunter is a bleep, but William Shatner's insisting on calling it Derek Hunter is a fuck. Oh, That's good, right. good. And he needs to. Seagull? Is it Seagull Book yeah, and Tape? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got Seagull Book and Seagull Book You also have it down at ProCraft, <laughs> where you buy a Udo machine, you can get a Derek Hunter is a fuck limited edition t-shirt. Well, where, where did you go to college? Cl- where did you go to college? Uh, UVU. Oh, oh, because I was wondering if they were selling it in the BYU bookstore. No, it's not at the BYU. Oh, no, 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 they no, don't no. carry it at the BYU. Well, it's, but, it's, but, you, but you can also find it at the Quilted Bear. What's, well, <laughs> what's great about this is that it it, it continues to uh, uh, cement your your reputation as the world's dirtiest Mormon. I hate that it does, but it does. It no, does. I love it. Well, it you shouldn't hate that it does because it kind of it kind of takes the. But but here it is. It's called Derek Hunter is a fuck. But in the back in the postscript, it, about the author. About the author. About the author, yeah. 
you're a children's choir director at the church? I am. <laughs> I did not know that. That's my job at what church. Was, I thought you just enjoyed church. I, I teach, didn't realize you had I a just calling. You enjoy I, I teach the music. I play guitar and teach them songs about colors and singing and being quiet for Jesus. <laughs> what was your now? This was song your, is called Star Wars. Is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what was your Eagle Scout project? Yeah, because it built, says here you're an Eagle Scout. As I well. built uh, park benches outside of the Senior Citizen Center at the bus stop, at out, outside random senior citizen centers where I grew up, so that they could sit to wait for the bus instead of Aww. stand. See, mine was getting drunk, so I never got my Eagle Scout. Yeah. Oh, well. Is this picture of your hoo-ha life-size? Well, now which, which one? Because I drew one that was life-size yeah. and one that wasn't. Let's oh. get let's get to the uh, my favorite part of the book. I, I like oh. the way you draw boobs, dude. Thanks, you, you Very nicely done. You do draw boobs excellent. This is, uh, this is uh, Derek having sex. Uh, with uh, which which girl Obviously, is this? Obviously, this is fantasy. I forget the fake name I gave her. Sharon or something like that. Sure. Uh, why not? We'll say Sharon for the sake. But uh, it uh, it talks about how uh, uh, maybe you're not. Uh, <clears throat> how do I put this? Well endowed. Not well. Endowed. well en- not well not endowed. Not well endowed because uh, yeah, she doesn't know that you're in <laughs> at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> now, in my defense, right? in my defense, you have to know Provo girls to know this. Weird sense of I can't have sex. Right, you can, you, but you can seriously rub up against for right. quite some time. So that was the thing: is that you're not you. We're, you were in. We're finger like quote fingers not having sex. We right. both knew we were. You're dry. But she had convinced herself that it was fingers that, that, that you were not that you were not actually inside of her, but and you were just rubbing the right spots. I've never right. been this uncomfortable oh. in my life. No, Scott, you have. I can make you a lot more uncomfortable <laughs> if you let me sit closer that's to you, buddy. And I was going to say that's a lie. He has. <laughs> so, but this is my favorite, and you've told me this story before, but I'm glad to see it in illustrated form. You're, you're in the middle of having sex with a girl, and you break up with her. Yeah, I broke up mid I mean, you're, you're Wait, hold on, hold up now. I mean, you're you are a quote fuck. unquote in. You are quote unquote inside of her when you break up. Yeah, with her. I was inside of her, and uh, I felt that. I had done her a favor by at least not finishing before breaking up with her. <laughs> but apparently, that's not a noble enough gesture. No. 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 They, they See, will... The noble gesture would be breaking up with her before you so... fucked her. <laughs> when, <laughs> were you going to finish on her curtains? Or what was the plan? <laughs> yeah, I, what was the plan? I was just I so... that a Wayman would change. I was... <laughs> Where's Scott Wayman at? I was just so <laughs> turned off. Hi, Scott Wayman. I was just so turned off by this this ruse that she'd been keeping up throughout our whole, whole relationship yeah. that I was just like, you know what? You know we're having sex. I know we're having sex. You can't just pretend it's not happening because you think it makes Jesus cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it does. And it does because she was having sex with me. Like, that's the worst part of it, obviously. That totally oh, my God, you have to cry. But this leads to my favorite panel. In the comic. I know okay. what it is, I'm sure. Which is the girl screaming, get out of me. Well, that means she admitted it finally. That was the get first admission of, of guilt that I'd gotten from her. Yeah. Get out of me. Get which out she said. of me. My favorite panel. Yeah, but you know, I, I dated a Utah County girl, and she she called the uh, she called that particular orifice her front butt because there was absolutely no accepting of the fact that there was anything righteous about a vagina. So she would have screamed, "Get out of my front butt!" 
Yeah, there's a lot of good stories. There's a lot of good stories in there. There are many. And and then the other thing I wanted to point out is that uh, uh, I don't think any of the Geek Show panel are in the story, are we? We're not in here. I've not been an asshole to you guys, hopefully. I don't know. You broke up with me when you were fucking me that one time. Can we take a poll on that? Well, I was going to suggest to you that in the next one, in part two or whatever, you put our trip down to California. Oh, where we got in a shouting match? Where you and I got in a shouting match about politics driving down the PCH. Because I didn't vote. Because you didn't vote. But it's good that you're a good, upstanding citizen that encourages people to vote. Not anymore. I'm not voting anymore. That's the thing. Are you done? I'm done. What about local politics? Even local. I'm done. Wow. A local local? politics yeah. is still kind of... Yeah. You know why? It's because I don't have enough money to persuade a politician. Ooh, exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. That's true. <laughs> so, I can ooh. I can say I'm not going to vote for you. He don't give a shit. Because Unless I got thousands of dollars, yeah. he don't give a shit. You know, right. Glenn Beck's yeah. jerking off How right did now. I type one? Oh, let's not talk no, no, about no, no, him, no. please. I, and, and, and if you do that comic, I just want one panel that explains why I was not on that trip. Because you were watching the Oscars. Yes, exactly. Because me sitting in the office sad going... They're on a trip, and I'm watching the Oscars. Meanwhile, the Pops house. Now, how, how did I tell you to derail that uh, that fight? I was in the back seat. And I, I like had some cheese. Drinks I like cheese. <laughs> I like cheese. So what are you I asking wanna, about I cheese? I, like I, think that made, I think that made Carrie and I more angry. I think we both You're threw, not taking it seriously. I think we both threw things at him. So I want to know. I want to know. Having been on a long road trip with Shannon in the back seat of a car. Did he just sleep most of the time and oh, then wake flew. up and make? Yeah, we flew. We oh, flew, flew, but then okay. we flew to the car and drove around, drove <laughs> okay. around L.A. Um, but uh, yeah, we we and you have to have the part at uh, at uh, uh, Trader Vic's where we get the news we're not on the show. Oh, <laughs> but that was okay because we knew we we knew we were too good for yeah. that show. We need to leave the part in where Carrie screams, "Get out of me!" Now, and, <laughs> <laughs> both of you. Now both I'm going. Of you. I'm going to the final page of the comic. Oh, okay. That, and is that looks like the, that looks like the wife, and that is the wife. Hey, that is Rachel. Good right there. By the way, it, it shows. Hi, Rachel. Yeah, and by the way, Rachel is way too hot for you. That's true. Uh, we know this. That's still the, the the rule of the universe. Rachel could be seriously disfigured and still be way too hot for you. <laughs> I could turn her into Darth Vader and she'd still be too hot for me. <laughs> but then Brian would want to fuck her. <laughs> Is that why he hangs out at the burn units at hospitals? <laughs> yes. It's hot. Say it deeper. He just hangs out at the... Uh... I am your father, Brian. <laughs> Sam and Jack. It's, are a whole, they it's a whole new meaning. It's a whole new meaning to hot. I'm sorry, Lord Rachel, in your anger. You let them out last night. All right. uh, that's what she calls her breasts, just so you know. Oh, uh, she does. No. Get out of me. Get out of me. Now, there is a... Is this true? The last page? This page right there? It's true. Rachel is pregnant. Ra- My wow. wife is pregnant, everyone. Yay. Yay. I think the obvious question is, who's the father? My, yeah. Jason Young. Oh. Jason Young. <laughs> My, My dick works. My dick works, everyone. Yay. How great is that? Let's his, hear it for yeah. fun. And another round for his dick working. Yay. His boys can swim. His boys can swim. Oh, let's, a, hope, let's hope uh, the kid gets more. How come Rachel, gets more how come Rachel is not as I'm sorry, what? Forgive me. How come Rachel is not as attractive in real life in the drawing, and you're way more attractive? Wait, wait, what it, did you say she's not as attractive in real life? No, she's no, not as attractive in the comic, in the comic she, as yeah. she is in real life. Because I'm not a good artist. And, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know how to draw boobs. I, I, I am satisfied by that answer, <laughs> well, sir. Obviously. It was a revelation to Derek just recently that women had faces. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
Wait, wait, wait. He's got wait. the rest down. Carrie? Carrie? I've gotten in trouble more than a Carrie? few times. Uh, Women have faces. I know. <laughs> They're in their pants. That's <laughs> my favorite lips to kiss. Whoa! Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. And this guy, this guy's teaching kids to sing about Jesus. I, <laughs> I do a great job, actually. I do a great job. Does Jesus want it's you like for me. a sunbeam? You know, you got to you got to get it all out when you aren't when you aren't around the kids. That's the way I look at it. Right? Indeed. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Is it in black and white so that the kids can color in church? That's what it is. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so go pick it up. Pirate what color is an areola? Depends it's, on the breast. Depends exactly. on the race. That's right. Thank God they have a peach colored uh, crayon. Has your mom seen this? Uh, no. I was pretty hesitant to draw this book, to be honest. That's what you for, were saying. For is a it? lot of yeah. different reasons. It's not just. Uh, yes. Actually, Derek. Where did the idea of this comic come from? Uh, well, I did a three-page story in a mini-comic about f- five years ago, and right. I've had more than a handful of people tell me it's their favorite work of mine. Like, right. Oh, your autobiographical stuff is really cool. I really like it. Better than the Pirate Club stuff. You need to do it. And I just thought, my my life is boring. I don't really do much. I don't do anything well, exciting. But, but right. truth is always more entertaining. And that's, the, this yes. is my favorite but, well, piece yeah. of my work. Yeah. And, and, and who was it who convinced you to do the comic? I think it was must have been Shannon. It wasn't <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> was it Jeff? No, I've had a lot of people that yeah, you really did. have pushed Wow, I haven't seen this. this much fishing since the last Bassmasters. I'd like to talk to you about your drinking problem. <laughs> What's going on? He's got like three uh, shots of bourbon sitting there. Choo choo. Three? Dude, well, I, I now, couldn't drink this anymore. Derek Hunter is hey. drunk. Now, I'm, very, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just very excited that we have a Mormon Harvey P. Carr. Um, but exactly. uh, you uh, you gave a copy of this to Kevin Smith? Uh, Brian did at Br- Comic-Con. Brian did? As much as I make fun of Brian. Mm-hmm. Really? Not in real life. Actually, in real life, I'm really nice to Brian Young. So, oh, bullshit. <laughs> I'm still nice <laughs> to you it, in it, person. It, it, it's like me. If I've got a microphone in front of me, I will fucking shit talk Brian like nobody's business. There's just something I about that. Yeah. Pub quiz. Something about that face of yours, Brian. It brings out the, but, just but, the hatred. The shit talk. But I see him face to face. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Brian he, Young, come here. Get out. He, he gave a copy to Kevin Smith <laughs> at the end of his interview, uh-huh. yeah. and as Kevin Smith was turning around to walk away, I guess he caught a glimpse of the cover <laughs> and just started laughing out loud and then turned back around and grabbed Brian and was like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> so who's playing you in the Kevin Smith movie? That's right. I, I imagine I imagine he'll plagiarize some of my work for his Muse. next film. Jason yeah. Mewes will play <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason Mewes screaming, I, get out of me! I want to see that. I want to see Jason Mewes breaking up with a girl mid-coitus. Oh, I, I imagine he has. I, would, I imagine he has. Here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to use some CGI on Chris Elliott and make him look younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. Or... Or young and thin. I love it. Wow. I love it. Did I your John mom know Chris Elliott? Off too? Uh, she may have. Okay. They could have done some that dirty... That could explain uh, some stuff. Dirty zipper baby making. Because he's really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm sad there was no night rape uh, scene in the uh, there, part two. There is going to be a part two, which is not Derek Hunter's A Fuck Part Two, but I think it's actually going to be about my mission. Right. And not how you'd expect oh, me talking God. about Jesus and all that stuff. It's where you slept your way through Japan, right? <laughs> where you night-raped your companion. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. You'll so just have to tune in. How, how many black days a rousing game your... of pee-pee your finger with your companion in the middle of the night? 
What's this smell like? Hey, Wes, <laughs> Wes, what does that feel like? There will be a lot of stories. Keep your finger. When I eventually collect it, there will be more sex stories. Guaranteed. And not from my mission. And you could just be like, Elder? With an exclamation point or two. See, so here's here's the problem I have with that game, Shannon, is it's really easy to tell the difference. It's... Not when it's not thumb. Not with me. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, if you use anything more than the pinky, then it's like, clearly that's your finger. <laughs> Obviously, you're using your finger. And, it, and his but. penis has an untrimmed nail on the tip. <laughs> Why so, is this so sharp? So when, when drawing your own penis in a comic, what, yes. uh, what do you hold up liberating. a mirror, or uh, what do you do? I, I decide how flaccid I am in the scene. <laughs> okay. first, yeah. first of all, I get into character. I think, am I just finishing... Doing some broad, yeah, right, right, right there, like right you there. did. It's yeah. a little, it's a little bit thicker there. You can tell it hangs a little bit lower it's than a slightly would. Porch, yeah. I love your hairy ass. <laughs> there, there's a hairy ass and a hairy asshole in this book. Do you have well, a hairy I ass? asshole yet? For I don't the, think we've seen your ass. It's it's later in the book when I when I shit no, in I mean my room. I mean for brownies. real. I mean for real. Do you have a hairy ass? Oh yeah, I got a hairy ass. Comic I've got a pair of hair pants that come all the way up to my belly button. Are you saying you wear hairy underpants? I wear hairy underpants. Hold it. Hair pants to the belly button. Hair right? pants up to the belly button. I cannot tell you how many times I've done interviews that went just like this. <laughs> so tell but, me about uh, your hairy asshole. I drew my asshole, which I which I drew in Kurt Vonnegut fashion as an asterisk, an asterisk. as one has to do. Yeah. Yeah. From, from Breakfast of Champions. Yes. And uh, my dick, you know, I, I don't want to be too. Uh, you didn't kind. stand in front of the mirror and. Add some chiaroscuro shading. And no, because Rachel's not home during the day. I mean, you take you a roll of dimes. <laughs> you hold it up. Yeah, and then you break it in half. <laughs> you take a roll of dimes and you break it in half. You buy a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. And then that's what you got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you All break right. that in half. Two M&Ms and a candy bar. Peanut M&M's. I am going to give myself some credit on that one. So you're saying you got huge balls, teeny tiny penis. <laughs> I don't know. Are peanut M&M's really that big? No, Two Cadbury really. cream eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and a half of a dime roll. Go with the new. Go at least with the new pretzel M&M's at least. I haven't had those. Are they those good? are too pretzel I don't know. I don't want to think about like, my balls being well, tied in a knot. Those chocolate oranges. <laughs> Somebody here oranges. has their balls tied in a knot, right? One of you guys? No? No. I'm going to do it soon. That's now that, that other money. podcast. I only have one. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm going to organize a big, uh, a big party. To, where me, a bunch of my friends are going to go get vasectomies. That should be fun. Are you going to get tattoos? He's, he's been trying to talk me into this for months now. So is your wife. I bet Rachel, I bet Rachel would appreciate the uh, not having to go through the lottery every month. Well, I was going to say, how, uh, huh? Well, wondering if she's maybe gotten impregnated by the Lee. No, that's oh, just what happened. Uh, I, no, saw, okay. I thought you were talking about your I was, I was really confused for just a oh, second. Oh, the, the Rachel Cade. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so you're Rachel. One kid going with one, right? Just you're one? To end to end things? You're, you're just one off and you're two, done, two right? Two or three. You're going to go full really? Mormon and have 19? No. You're going to have a backup. Anything, Mormon is three. Anything, anything more than three sounds like a nightmare. you got to empty out the guff, dude. Three can be a nightmare, let me tell you. Boom. <laughs> You know, but I didn't have that much choice because I had two for a minute. And have twenty-two. Yeah, have twenty-two. They're not. It's not that bad. If Rachel well, has twins, we're probably done. You know what they say? After one, the rest are easy. Keep going. Yeah. I don't like Keep this. I don't like this advice. Carrie, coming from you, I know this is just you this trying to make my life miserable. No. You're like, you know what I've heard, Derek? No, this is, is what that, I. This is, is what I was. Eight. eight I was makes told it this. Were you really? I was told this. So you were while told to I have was, a million while I was divorcing my first wife. Also, they told you to fix your fix your marriage by having a child. Exactly. Have a child. It'll bring you together, and then after you have one, the rest are easy. Keep Ugh. going. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's well, there is, advice. There no, is a well, certain advantage when you can get the three of them to gang up with you against. Never mind. <laughs> nothing that will fix fun, a miserable yeah. marriage yeah. like a child. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, and uh, we're going to close things up on this episode with uh, the sequel to Human Centipede. Uh-oh. Are you kidding? Yes. Please don't. Please don't. I, I love hey, this movie. Four I did, people sewn ass to mouth. I did. Uh, I didn't love Human Centipede, but for the love of God, at least it set out what it, it wanted to do. Exactly. It, 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 it did. You got a Human Centipede, it, and and it's. And that dude was surprisingly well made. Was it really? It gives me nightmares, and I haven't even seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So Just good. hearing that dude's accent. I'm going to make nope. a human. He's the creepiest movie. film villain I've seen in a long time. Well, oh, here, yes. are you ready for Human Centipede Two? Yes. Am I? No, because I'm not ready for in one. 3D. Only after Mandalorian <laughs> Two. Human Centipede Two, called the full sequence, will feature a. Twelve person centipede. <laughs> oh, that Jesus. is so awesome! Hey, it's uh, an acapella group. If, if I can make a twelve person centipede, that's just the front guy. <laughs> Coincidentally, that actually sounds like one of the songs on this CD that I'm recommending, called "E, e for Everyone" by our friends at Kirby Crackle. That looks like a Jim Ma Food cover. It I think is. that's delicious. Have it, you had the Kirby Crackers? Oh, it's delicious. It, it's a nerd rock band that does mostly comics and video game related songs, including one that they're trying to get on the Green Lantern soundtrack. Really? <laughs> nice. That is called Ring Capacity. Ooh. And it's great. Friend them on Facebook. Kirby Crackle. Kirby with a K. Crackle with a K. They are... They're great guys. They're really nice. And some asshole... Called Jerkbot wrote a review of Kirby Crackle stuff for Big Shiny Robot. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, that was okay. me. Right. <laughs> I like this song, Number Two Pencil Death. <laughs> I'd Asshole. like to see a magic trick. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything before we go other than Derek's comic? I want to say thanks for having me. Well, oh my God. For saying such kind words about my book. I really, I really do appreciate it. The response has been overwhelming, especially for my friends. So thank you. Well, very I want much. you to give me a new one and sign it because you didn't sign mine. Okay. Asshole. <laughs> wow. He is a fuck. There we did go. You, did I'm you wondering it? if you'd be interested in being in my movie. It's called Scott Pierce versus, versus the, the world. world. <laughs> well, if I the world is money, I lose. Well, then I'm in. I think Derek's, Derek's the big bad at Every the end. Every challenge, I'm, I'm viciously, horribly injured. I can the be best. the seventh evil podcaster. Derek is the seventh the, evil. The best part is, is podcaster. Yeah. The movie hasn't even been made, and he's already made more money than Scott Pilgrim. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now, are you going to stay and join, uh, stay with us for the next episode? If I'm invited, dread you, you, yeah. you need to. Yeah, okay. are you drunk? I don't know. I'll get drunk for you. Yeah, finish your three, yeah, finish your three shots of bourbon, there, buddy. All right, let's do it. Uh, thank you all for coming. And uh, anything before we go? Oh, oh, uh, get out of more ham. 